Welcome to season two of our podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Natalie. Come along with us every week as we laugh, learn, and listen to the stories that make up a mom's life. Whether you're a first-time listener or a weekly listener, we're so happy you're here. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Thank you for being a part of a Mom's Life community. And we have a licensed independent social worker on the team. He's off today, but congratulations because he is a grandpa for the second time. Yay. (laughs) Yes, as you can tell, um, (laughs) I feel like I super tired in my voice and there's a reason behind that there is (laughs) yes there is I don't know I feel like you you can always tell yourself and they feel when you're tired yeah I sound tired all the time lower slower yes you sound great to me you look good (laughs) thank you (laughs) so uh Natalie had a baby yes I did we welcomed Cameron Michael to our family um the end of February February? What what month are we in? <laughs> yeah. So we took a little bit of time. Our episodes have been pre-recorded up until then. So now we're in real time. You have a brand new baby. And we thought, so we shared on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, we have a lot of stories and things that we're adding to it all the time. And we asked, would you like to hear Natalie's birth story with Cameron? And uh, overwhelming. I think everyone, the 100% people said, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Well, it's it's a happy ending story. Yeah. And That's if you've never listened to our show before, welcome. Um, but yeah, your last birth did not have a very happy ending. No, we had a, a stillbirth in 2019 um, with our son, uh, Samuel. So it's been a, a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a, a rough couple of years um, where this pregnancy after loss was very anxiety provoking, um, as, as, as anybody can imagine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the stillbirth, it was caused by, they think cord compression. And that was in 2019. We got pregnant with Cameron, um, nine months later. Yeah. And so this is his story. And it's a happy story. It is a happy and story. And he's so cute. I call myself Aunt Katie. Yes. Um, I gave myself that title. And because I feel like I've known him because I knew about him before a lot of people. That's the fun part about this is that um, I've been, I've tried to be open about this story and, and honest and real and vulnerable because I want it, I don't want it to be taboo. You mm-hmm. know, I wanted to talk about it. And we did Samuel's story. Uh, about his birth yep. in our podcast last year. And so um, this is part of the story. You know, this is the, in a way, the rainbow to our, our our storm cloud. It doesn't ever replace it, though. I will always put that caveat there. You know, people, some people yeah. have that assumption where, oh, it, this is, it's you should be better now, right? But it doesn't ever replace doesn't. The, no. the baby that you lost, the one that you have, your rainbow baby. Well, and, you know, there's no Cameron without Samuel. Exactly. It, there wouldn't be. There I mean, wouldn't nine be. Nine months later, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, unless that was a big whoops, that would never <laughs> have happened in my household. <laughs> it's so, yeah. So. I always say, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, like the doctor's like, all right, you can start having sex again after six weeks. And I'm like, can you um, actually write it down that it's not for longer? <laughs> I don't want, I'm tired. I don't want to do that. I know. It's the last thing you want it's to do. It's exhausting. Yes, yes. But we we prayed, we prayed, and we prayed for, for our little Cameron. Uh, because our family definitely needed some hope and some light. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so we got it. 
And you've got big sister who's proud as ever. I mean, she is. I'm here today at your house. She's kissing the baby. And my daughter is upset. She he moved <laughs> and she said, oh, he's real. <laughs> like, yeah, it was so cute. She also asked me um, where I put the milk that I'm um, pumping. She, no, she, she said, do know, you have a milk have carton? A milk carton. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious. If you are a first time mom having the baby the second or third time it's so fun to watch the siblings and the friends like with the babies that with has the been awesome to see yeah her just light up I mean she gets it so much more now yeah she's four so yes it's been fun so let me ask a question that you and I talked about and I think I know so many first-time moms that struggle with this you're pregnant with another baby and you're like I don't know how I'm going to love or like this baby as much as I do my first baby. There's no, my, my heart's not big enough. There's not enough room. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how because I love my child so much. So how do you feel now? Oh yeah, totally. You're right. You can, you can love them all. Isn't it weird? <laughs> it is weird. I always say it's like, not that you're the Grinch or moms are the Grinch, but I always say it's like that. If you've seen the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas and his heart grew three sizes yes. that day, your heart like expands and there's just like room for more. And it's more. just a different, it's just a different kind of love, you know, mm-hmm. or, I mean, it's the same kind of love, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's just for a different human. Yeah. Like they've been there all along. <laughs> yeah, right. But I think that's, I, I got that question a lot when I had my second I remember one person was like I don't know if I'll love the baby as much as I love my dog and I was like okay but I mean honestly the thought crossed my mind though it's like yeah how can I love something as much as my daughter she has been our world for four years exactly and I think it is comforting to mom for moms to know that for whatever reason your heart just expands you could when it's like I almost think of it as like this is weird like Kleenex in a box like when you look at the box it's not like that big but like you could stuff <laughs> 700 Kleenex in there and you yes. can you can have as many babies as you want and you love them all the same now you have favorites on certain days oh see I could see that yeah and <laughs> in, in certain hours when you're like who's crying less right yeah yeah so, um, going into your birth, cause they, people said they wanted to hear the birth story and don't worry, we won't give you any gory details or anything <laughs> like that. Birth is a beautiful thing, but there's a lot to it. Oh yeah. And it is gory and gross. Yeah. Um, was it better or worse than you expected? Yeah, this is your third birth. It is. It was my third C-section as well. So, um, it was better than I expected, I would okay. say for sure. I told you this though, before going into this, which is funny because the whole pregnancy, I mean, I'm sitting here like, is he kicking enough? Is he not kicking enough? Is he moving? You know, I'm yeah. a, a wreck. I mean, not sleeping well just because it's just, this is going to happen again. Yeah. Um, and so I finally, like a couple days before we were scheduled to go in for our C-section, I was like, oh my gosh, I might, I, I need to get ready because <laughs> I didn't um, come to terms with the fact that I'm going to bring a baby home. I had to tell you a lot of times. Yes. It, it like did not sink in. I mean, like as much as I got things ready, yeah. I was not mentally prepared because I didn't want to go there. I I think, and you said it was your body's or mental way of protecting you. And I, I see that. And and I think, you know, if you are someone listening to this right now and you have, you are pregnant after loss, know that that's, I think that's a normal thing. It must be. Yes. And I really didn't come to terms with it until he was here. And then I was like, yeah. oh my God, he's here. Well, you kept saying, well, you know, if we bring him home and I was like, Natalie, you're going to bring the baby home. 
but you, I mean, this was maybe the third, I mean, it was, you had him on a Friday. Mm -hmm. It was like Thursday and I'm like, okay, well he, he is coming. And we were trying to get episodes (laughs) scheduled and you're like, I have time. I have time. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Can you do it? (laughs) (laughs) I know it was, it was really kind of funny how that all worked out because I totally was thinking, nope. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about your husband better or worse for him. You know, sometimes the partner gets skipped over in all of this, but it is a little bit of work for them. It is. But no, I think it was was good. Um, COVID restrictions this time put um, a limit on who could come to the hospital. We were allowed two visitors at a time. So that's um, even different than the beginning of the pandemic it when was, you couldn't even have your partner. Even, they just changed that the week before we went. So in. that's nice to so know. So it was very good, but um, it was just him in the in the delivery room, um, in the C section room, uh, and then afterwards too. And he was the only one who was allowed to kind of stay there. You yeah. know. So we had a lot less visitors this time. <laughs> which, and did you like that kind of? It was bittersweet. Yeah. Because yeah. I um, kind of, after my C-sections, I always get like some sort of like let down kind of weird histamine thing where I kind of get like vertigo for a while. Oh. Kind of dizzy and I need to like sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't talk to a lot of people. So it actually helped with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, for, for some reason, I've gotten that with all of my, all of my Just pregnancies. something that Yeah. Happens. Something weird with after post C-section. So yeah. Yeah, but he was, it was great. It was a good bonding time for all three yeah. of us, I think. Something you'll remember. Yeah. Someone came in and took pictures. We did. We had, Well, so that's the other thing about pregnancy after loss is that um, we decided to go with the same hospital and uh-huh. the same um, exact uh, OB who delivered our, our son Samuel, okay. stillbirth. So she was the same OB. We had nice. some of the same nurses. We were in the same OR room. Yeah. Um, some people don't like that, but we chose to do that in a way kind of for healing. Yeah. And I Go think back. it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Because at first it didn't. When we first got there, I was like, oh my gosh, we're in the same room. You know, it's this, too much. It, it, it was very deja vu y, you know, mm-hmm. getting the spinal and, and, and all that. But man, <laughs> it was a lot different when, when they cut you open and you can hear that baby scream. That's the best sound. Yeah. There, I, well, well, and when they, you know, deliver, however a baby comes out, yeah, when you hear, and when you don't hear that baby cry, it can be cause for concern or in your case, you know, everything that happens. So when you heard, was it a loud cry? Yeah, pretty loud. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, so oh you my smiled. gosh, <laughs> I, you, you no idea that I was just like, I could breathe again, yeah. you know, for, for almost two years, it felt like I just was holding my breath like underwater yes and it was just this massive relief of just like oh oh my gosh like he is okay he's okay and then they brought him over to this table same exact table that samuel was taking because they still do the same thing they wipe off yeah samuel you know they still did so cameron's over there you know he's getting and he's moving and he's crying and i cannot tell you how overwhelming that feeling is of seeing this baby move and just I just it's yeah it gives me goosebumps and you got you had a different experience too because you got right away skin to skin everything with him and and the other two not so much yeah with Emma I was in labor for 36 hours and then we had the c-section so I was so tired I didn't feel well so we didn't get to do that it was Samuel obviously that was grief ridden and so it was a different experience and then this one was just amazing like how it's supposed to be yes it was it was finally like 
man, this is what it was supposed to be like. All my yeah. births, right? Um, but he, yeah, he latched right away, which is amazing oh, to me great. that babies do that. Isn't it amazing? It's like an instinct. There's nothing like it. It's like, holy moly. And I, the minute I um, would start to talk, he would turn like he knew my voice. He knew who you were. Like the whole time. Yeah. It's amazing. So yeah, it was, it was quite special. We got to do that skin to skin. I held him for like the first hour and a half and Doug, Doug didn't even hold him for that long. Yeah. So he finally got to after that and it was, oh, so surreal. Yeah. Then we finally named him because we didn't have, we had like three names picked out and then yeah. we were like, okay, now we think he's a Cameron. Yeah. It's a cute name. Do you yeah. call Are you calling him Cam? I do like Cam. That's my one thing with the boy names is that I, I couldn't really decide like what shortened name I like because yeah. all of them. Short- Everybody always calls Everyone kids nicknames. Always I know shortens boy names. And this one I could live with. I'm like, I like Cam. Yeah. So yeah. So his birthday is what day? It's February 26th. And there is a special reason. There is a special reason. It just happened to work out that way that we picked the 26th, but all the rest of my babies were born on the 26th of a month as well. And that's crazy. January 26th and September 26th was Samuel. So And then February 26th. And now February Do you have any other 26s in your life? Not that I know of, but You're gonna now start. it's going to start. Yeah. <laughs> Get remarried on the number. 26th. <laughs> Maybe play the lottery. Yeah, oh, but I mean, how special. And it's easy I mean, to remember. I will say, because when I call the doctor or whatever for my kids and they're like, birthday, and I'm like, 10, 16, 8, 5. <laughs> I don't know which kid is it. <laughs> now, Calvin's easy at 10, 10, 10. It's super, it was great. I, that was an easy thing. But the other, you cannot remember. I know. And the more kids you have, I mean, I've only got three, but sometimes three feels like an army mm-hmm. and you can't remember. There's six, 18, 17, 10, 10. I, and they're like, what's your birthday? And I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. I know too many numbers. Yep. <laughs> no, this will be easy. So Very that's, nice. I just think that's a, there's just some cool parts of your story here. I love that part. Yep. Um, adjusting. He's home. Things are good. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about another thing you were a little worried. Well, you weren't so worried about, but now you're like, okay, I see what you mean. You are more tired after a second baby. Oh my god. Because gosh. you already have one at home and yes. she's not even a baby. No. But they still need things uh-huh. and to do stuff. They still need fed in the morning and uh-huh. change. And, and they attention. want you to read to them and talk to them. <laughs> yes. So how's that going? Maybe some encouragement for moms yeah. that are having their second. It's an adjustment, but um we're working on it. I think we rely more on our unit, as in my husband and I, you know, we both mm-hmm. have to kind of tag team it a little bit more. Yeah. And also, you know, making her feel part of it, you know, like she's the big sister and a big helper. So yeah. how can she help us? So yeah. that's been huge of making sure that she knows that she's still our baby. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you are always going to be my my first baby that yeah. I have. Your favorite girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So. Now, you might hear some little ones in the background right now because yes. there's a little bit of a house full, but that's kind of fun. That there's is. kids running that's around. That's our story right now. <laughs> that no sleep. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I forgot how, how bad that that's is. That's a tough thing. <laughs> the no sleep is maybe uh, the worst part, I think. Yeah, Have I think you so. had any postpartum depression, anxiety, anything? I've had the baby blues, I okay. would say, but it always happens at dusk for me. I'm um, pretty normal. Yeah, that's it's it hasn't been overwhelming. Um, Good. Because I think, I, you know, we were concerned about that, especially yeah, since we, we talked to that, you know, pregnancy after loss, uh, the founder of that group, and, and she says even after you have loss, yes. it's the fatigue 
coupled with that loss yeah. that really can spark some of that. It can. And it, well, anytime there's a death, uh, uh, it doesn't have to be a child. It can be, you know, your aunt passes away. It can just come out in a postpartum depression. And I've talked about that at great length. So I'm always one to look for. I had mastitis a million times. I'm always like looking for signs of mastitis or yes. like people will call me, is this mastitis, you know, uh-huh. and I had postpartum depression. So I'm always like, you know, how are you doing with breastfeeding? How are you doing with your moods? So it's good to. Yes. So, so far, so good. I think that that's something to be aware of though, for sure. If it you've is. had any loss because yeah. it, it can, it can uh, kind of sneak in there. Yeah. Because you do start to think about things. I mean, I, we had another boy and so now I'm constantly comparing like, okay, uh, this is what we missed out on. You know, I wondered if you, yeah, if that would kind of start to creep in. Yeah, it, it's starting to creep in a little bit more now that I'm like, okay, I'm past like this. You're doing it. Sur- yes. And the surgery, re- the first couple weeks, now it's like, okay, um, what do we miss? But also, so you're missing, you're still grieving. Yeah. At, while still celebrating. It's a very weird combination. I can see that. Well, you're, and you always celebrate Samuel's life, but yeah, you want to kind of keep his memory alive while also celebrating this baby who also gets to deserve the celebration of right being and here. not overclouded yeah. by by the death of his brother which is also hard because we also want to acknowledge it so it's very weird how you can couple that yeah we're thinking that on our birth announcements it's like how do we still include samuel but mm-hmm. yet don't make it all about him you know yeah. so it's very it's delicate balance yeah do you think that um cameron who does cameron look like to you Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I know he has his dad's legs because he's a little peanut. <laughs> he's got these long, long legs. That Doug's are skinny. gonna love to hear that. Long, skinny legs. <laughs> yes. No. Um, he. I don't know yet. Yeah. I think it's a good mix, which is kind Fun. of like Emma ha- was too. So yeah. we, we, yeah, we got a good mix. Any so um thing that you were feeling like okay. I was really, really nervous about that, and now I'm okay. I've I've mastered it. Oh gosh, no. Good. <laughs> oh no. You, I thought I'm saying good to the nervous part. You're, oh. You weren't nervous. No, you're saying you feel yeah. like you haven't mastered anything um, yet. No, I have mastered the the PPTP thing that we talked about. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, he's peed on his face three times yep. and the wall. I mean, in these PPTPs, they don't. I mean, he, he wiggles so much, so you <laughs> actually have to hold the PPTP down. Yeah. Cause and then like kind of finagle it like it's a whole thing. Yeah. So if you have only ever had girls and you are pregnant with a boy, you need to Google PPTP or find some. Yeah, they pee or uh, figure out how to yeah make it work. Because. I mean, mine peed on my face. Oh so. yeah, I'm sure I'm in for that soon. It wasn't fun. <laughs> but I'm like, oh no! Right when he went on, right on his own face. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what everyone was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Those baby penises are a whole, yeah. they have a mind <laughs> of their own. <laughs> so we're still learning the whole boy thing. Yeah. But it's been fun. But it is fun. Yeah. And have... the baby cuddles. Oh, and the baby smells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that you would tell parents who are um, having a second, any words of wisdom? I know you're only two weeks in, but. Hmm. Or moms who are nervous or moms who are. Uh, I think do it, do what you need to do to get by. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Cause we've had some, uh, he lost a little bit of weight, you know, in the first week or so. So we've had to 
pump bottles um, instead of full-on breastfeeding. So I've pumped and then fed him with a bottle to make sure he's getting all what he Mm -hmm. wanted. But I really struggled with that again because it's like such a guilt thing. Like I had this grand plan to be this breastfeeding mom and make it super easy on me this time and not have to pump. And when it doesn't work out, you kind of feel less than adequate. (laughs) I think that that's, I think most moms do. I mean, you're not. Because I mean, I'm not even a new new mom by any means, but you do. You always have that in the back of your mind. You're always comparing yourself. And That's, that's what I would say is, Stop doing that and just feed the baby. In what, however way you can. Yep. <laughs> do what you need to do for your sleep, for your sanity, because yeah. how, whatever works for you is not going to work for the person next door. No. You know. So that's the thing that I'm trying to come to terms with yeah. is that I'm going to do it how I want to do it. Yeah. Because I'm a little bit more Type A than maybe some people who you know sure. I need to know exactly how much my baby's eating. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I I think it's it's all hard. But you've done it. He's here. He's home. Yes. Things are good. Yes. So there's my happy ending for my story. Yay. (laughs) Happy beginning. Oh, I like it. We'll call it that. Happy beginning. Yep. I would like to add, you know, for all the moms going through a pregnancy after loss, whether it's miscarriage or stillbirth or, you know, the death of a child, I will say it's so tough. Every stage of it in its own way. Um, so give yourself grace and time because some days are just better than others. Some days you have more anxiety than others and that's really okay. You're allowed to feel everything that you feel, um, because it's so hard. Uh, it really is. Um, but it's worth it hearing that baby cry and placing them in your arms, um, it's amazing and it's definitely worth it. And it just, it just shows your strength because I never thought that I had that much strength, but wow, it's something to be proud of when you get through it and you come out on the other end. Well, I knew you would get pregnant again. <laughs> I told you I, I saw that coming. I knew that this baby would be healthy. We're so happy. He's just, he's perfect little guy. So all of our listeners are super excited too. So we're, thanks for sharing that. That was, that was a fun, happy story. Yes, it was. We needed that. Yeah, we did. And we have <laughs> and so much coming up too. We do. Yes. And I first wanted to say thank you for all the prayers and, and thoughts and, yeah. and, and comments that we've all received uh, along this journey. Cause it, it definitely, we've, I've read every single one of them and they've helped me through it. That's awesome. Yes. We have a great listener group and support group. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or our website, a momslifepodcast.com. All right. See you next Wednesday.